welcome to the Two Blokes Talking Podcast. Here with your host, Anthony Thewlis. And Dwayne Schraffer. Uh, take two. Uh, we've just realised <laughs> the, the unprofessionals that we are. Uh, we press record and it's not started recording and we got to about 40 minutes into our <laughs> podcast <laughs> without doing so, actually anything. So we're going to go again. Um, in this podcast, uh, we're going to cover uh, some some... News stories that we found again, you probably might not have seen these in the mainstream news, but we're going to cover them. Uh, and then we're going to go on to uh, a couple of uh, main topics here, if we've got time. Definitely one topic. Uh, we'll see how we do for time. Uh, but as we always do, Dwayne, how's your week been? <laughs> this is so strange, but no, how's, it's, uh, how's your week been? My week's been fast, really fast. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, It's been a really fast one. So it's my second week of, uh, of paternity leave. Um, and this week has absolutely flown. It's kind of, I don't know where the time's gone. Bar being at home, changing nappies, going training and that kind of thing. The week's just gone boom. And before you know it, it's going to be Monday. You have a three-week old now? Yes, I do. Three-week old. Um, and he's fantastic. Constantly hungry. Um, he's up twice at night. I'm not used to that. I would never well, use that with girls. When people get to see you, when we take the Two Blokes Talking podcast on tour live... They'll understand why your boy is always hungry, because um, <laughs> you're not little, are you? No, I'm not little, and all I do is eat, I guess. Um, I'm not big, though. Not in that way. Um, but, but no, yeah, it's, it's been a good week, mate. It's, um, like I say, it's been a fast one. Um, but nothing... Uh, Nothing special has happened for, to me massively. I've just been at home and looking after my young This has been a, a strange one for us, hasn't it? Because uh, ever since we've known each other, we've probably had a couple of instances of sickness or injury, shall we say. We've more or less seen each other every day. Yeah, um, For the Definitely. last year and a bit. Um, so this has been a bit weird to us. Um, and we've tried to piece this uh, podcast together and... and try to find stuff and where normally we'd talk about it because we'll see each other yep. every day and we'll try you know we'll piece it together in terms of that by talking about it and we've just been going back and forth over messages because we've not really found the time because life's taken over yeah and it's taken a lot of time to kind of get something in together i was planning a time and stuff like that like um like we kind of said before i think we've always said oh, it'd be easy this we'll only need to grab an hour yeah. And, and we'll be able to fit it in somewhere and I don't think we appreciate actually how difficult it is in know, our yeah, lives like to grab when, an hour when life takes over and yeah. you know parental duties and whatever else takes over it, it does become difficult um, maybe we should uh, invest in a little man cave in the bottom of one of our gardens and turn it into a studio so we can just whiz round and go in there um, yeah. we are either a stash of coffee or Guinness like we usually do <laughs> Um, you'll probably be able to hear some background noise as well. We've come to the coffee shop again. Um, convenient for us both. You've just finished training, training. on a Thursday night. I've just been to the gym, Ooh. signed up, um, trying to lose some weight, um, get rid of the dad bod. That's succumbed me for the last two years. But, um, yeah, trying to piece this together has been quite difficult. So Yeah, to put it into perspective, it's, it's Thursday evening. It's 9.30pm. Yeah. Um, and this is the only hour that we could try and find to get in that worked around both of the schedules at the minute. Yeah, pretty, pretty strange. But we're not complaining. No, no. I mean, I think I'm looking forward to you coming back to work on, on Monday more than probably what you are. Yeah, um, I'm 50-50. I'm looking forward to coming back and getting some normality back into to my life and getting the routine back, as we, we talked about in previous podcasts. Um, 
I'm not looking forward to the, the first Monday morning, definitely not. I think I'll, uh, I'll need match sticks to keep my eyes open. Um, but once I'm back in the routine, it'll be great. But on the other hand... Um, I'll bring you God. a Red Bull. <laughs> Beautiful. But on the other hand, I think uh, I'm getting used to this lifestyle. It'd be, be awesome to spend every single day at home with my missus and my kids and, and kind of just living the dream, really. But we're not there yet. No, it won't, it won't last forever as well, will it? You know, you'll, you'll establish your routines. It'll become easier every day. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that'll be fine. Um, my week or my weekend, um, we went out for a, a meal with a... A school friend um, and his his wife on on Saturday night went into Wakefield had a lovely meal, um, and I must give him a shout out, uh, Matty. Uh, he was the first one to email us, so he got his certificate, um, which then I had to go away <laughs> and create because I didn't think anybody would get in touch and email. So Matty, print it out, put it in your office at work. Uh, I hope it takes pride of place and somewhere up. But yeah, give you a little shout out. It's the first one to email us. Um, we'll give all our social media and email handles out at the end. Well, Dwayne will, because I'm rubbish at him. <laughs> um, so we went out Saturday night, that was a nice meal. Uh, Sunday, went to the park, um, usual. Kids burning off energy. Um, and then Sunday night, um, about half past midnight, Darlow wakes up crying. And then this really short of breath which was strange because he's never done and then he coughed and then it were again croup so it would have dashed to the hospital and a five hour wait until <clears throat> we got out um, and then Tuesday night he decides to throw up all over um, which is not never really done so again so that was another late night early morning to bed uh, straight into work and then I think Etta's decided that she don't like sleep either so me and Gemma just resemble two zombies this week, but you know we just got to get our heads down and get on with it. That's part and parcel of having kids, I suppose. Um, but yeah, what a week! But I have got a funny story for you. Um, so I, my mum and dad were babysitting Saturday. Uh, I had no um, petrol in my car, so I went to fill up my car beforehand before I went to pick him up. Got to the end of the junction of the road. Um, and I'm, I'm looking at cars to see and I notice these two two people right outside out of the window and they're laughing but giving me the V like forking, it, forking me Right. at this part I didn't know that if they were forking me or forking somebody at the other side so I looked out that side nobody there and I'm thinking oh this is a bit weird um, I've got sunglasses on so I'll take them off because I'm thinking obviously it's mistaken identity so I'll take them off they'll be able to see me they'll apologise so anyway, they carry on, they carry on, and they start crossing the road, there's no cars, they're coming towards me. So I was like, I'll wind down my window, and she goes, she starts talking to me, going, oh, you all right, this, that, and other. And the bloke w with her, like, reaches in, because my arm's on the steering wheel, starts tickling me in the arm. <laughs> now this couple are between 50 and 60, seem yeah. very happy. He starts tickling me on the arm. I'm like thinking, what the F's going on here. Yeah. Um, and then the penny drops with a woman that they've got a mistaken identity. And then she starts apologising. Oh, sorry, sorry, we've got the wrong person. And then he starts saying, oh, sorry, um, he's got the same car as you. Right. And now we're just like... Some relative to him, or did they say grandson? Or? No, they didn't say anything. They didn't say anything. And I would quickly just 
put my window up and drove off when it were clear to drive off. Got to a petrol station and realised it took your wallet. I managed to get some petrol. Um, they could have they could have done actually because he got that close. Got caught by surprise really because yep. I didn't know what was going on. Um, and I actually sort of like sit at petrol station for five minutes and just try and digested what got on. So a cup an old couple. Yeah. Abused you. Abused you. Yeah, abused you with the V's. Came to you. Tickled you. Tickled you. <laughs> tickled you. Under like your thirty-four-year-old armpits. Yeah. He had big fingers as well. He were getting right up there. Getting right in. And you, like, Ooh. Anyone a genuine, genuine mistake? mistake. <laughs> now I need well, to find this bloke who has got the same car as me and who I must look like because. It would a good well. What seemed you like, owe him a tickle. You know, I owe him a tickle <laughs> on his chin. But um, <laughs> but um, it must. It was really weird. Like it, it seemed to go on for ages. Like I bet it were only a couple of minutes. Or not even that. But it seemed to go on for long enough. Comfortable, yeah. Like how how do you mistake? How do, how do you let it get that far to like tickle somebody and abuse somebody and yeah. Like, I would never dream of sticking V's up at someone if I thought it were them. They like, genuinely must have thought it were them. Oh, they had a lot to drink that night. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I couldn't smell booze on them, but they were very happy. I mean, they might have gone for a walk and I, I don't know, you know, just off the rockers. Like, good on them, but just keep your fingers to yourself and just don't be Just an absolute stranger. <laughs> <laughs> like, but could you imagine the feeling of her when she finds out it, what um, the person who it was? She must feel like a right idiot, but... I need to find this block and see what it looks like and, uh, and and just explain to him that whoever it was, don't ever get tickled off him. Too far. Uh, too far, yeah. <laughs> too far, Tony. Too far. But yeah, what a strange experience that was. Um, everybody that I told laughed at it. Um, they didn't take my wallet, luckily. But um, yeah. Right, so we'll get into our new story, number one. Dwayne, you sent me a link for this, so I'm going to let you um, fire yes. away. Yes, so this... Um, is there a reason why you sent me this link? Have you got one? No, I don't have one. Are I don't have get one? one. But it's just something that's... For the office? Do you think I could do with one? <laughs> so we've got a phantom trumper in our office at work. Um, somebody, I don't know if it's me, you or our work colleague. Vanilla let's, mist. <laughs> let, let's one go and then tries to mask it with a some kind of spray and, uh, and cover it so basically I saw this news story um, I think I first saw it on uh, this morning and kind of thought it was a bit of a bit of a joke a bit of a hoax but then I travelled to Wales as I said earlier on the on the bus and stopped at a few service stations and literally in the men's toilets these urinals they've got these advertised they have these advertised right, so they're real they're real yeah and what, what I'm talking about I'm going to refer to it as the fart banana because that's what Philip Schofield referred to it as. Um, the actual name for it is the Heaven Sent Underpants Banana. Um, basically, this is a gadget um, that lets passengers... It says on flights here. Uh, I guess there's a reason for it saying flights. But it can be used in any circumstance, I would imagine. But it lets passengers on flights uh, basically fart or break wind. Uh, and it filters out the smell. So this foam insert... Um, as you can imagine, is the shape of a banana, fits between the butt cheeks, uh, the buttocks, and basically they reckon that um, when you you pass wind, it kind of 
filters out the bad smells, allowing you to get away with doing it and not kind of get caught or anyone looking at you. So if I read it on here, so the foaming set is one between the buttocks. This guy reckons that he has come up trumps with this Shreddy's Carbonana. Uh, it was moved to the act after what he described as his own slightly uncomfortable experience on a New York flight. So Paul, the guy who owns this, owns a Loughborough-based Shreddies Limited, whose managing director, Richard Woolley, said the car banana will improve passengers' comfort for all on board. Now, this is priced at £19. Would you buy one? Um, no, no. Um, I'm, I'm a kind of... Well, I've had experiences before where I've ha- I daren't I daren't let go. I've held it for a long time. I daren't let go of a fart just because <laughs> I know it's going to smell, depending <laughs> on what I'm eating. So you've yeah. held it. So it's probably a good idea. But here's the th- here's my my thing behind this. It's all right you forking out for this banana and sticking it between your bum cheeks, yeah. and then letting one go because you think it's what happens if you've got a dodgy one or not? Yeah. And it don't work. Oh. So you spent 19 quid. You're only ever going to know. When you let one rip at you, yeah, and if it don't work, you've already gone through all that embarrassment. I mean, I think it's aimed at uh, flight people that fly uh, because apparently at six to eight thousand feet, uh, it causes the gases in your stomach to expand and causes excess, excess flatulence. Um, but I can't like, imagine something banana shaped being stuck between but bum at cheeks. What point, so at what point? Like, so you're in the airport, you go for your your standard pint. Yep. You have a pint, you take a photo of that, you put it on social media, let everybody know you're going on holiday, and then you go around, have a look and do it free. And then you get called, you're boarding. So at what point do you slip this banana in? Like, sorry, love, I'm just going to go to the toilet, I'm going to put my banana in. Because I've had... Yeah, I've you're had walking around with that all day. Between, you're going to walk around a bit dodgy. And I mean, you think about things like you went VPL, it's not going to be VPL, yeah. it's going to be BPL. I know. Or whatever. Visible banana line. VBL. And, then what you, what, and then what do you do when you go to the toilet for a, for a wee? Does it slip out? What, I, just, I see the point of it. I see the point of it because we've all been there, especially as rugby players have been on team coaches where somebody lets one go and you think, Jesus, is that your <laughs> filling? One of your fillings come out. Yeah. You know, someone crawled up your ass and died kind of thing, but... 19 quid is it worth that I don't know, I don't know. maybe I don't they know. should give them out shouldn't they good dose yeah do you know what they should maybe trial a few yeah if, if anybody has yeah, a fat yeah. banana yeah a new one or if they want to send, send us one <laughs> to product test this it's reusable though that's the good thing it's reusable now you just slip it out and put it in the wash now right. is that collecting those smells oof it's like when I don't know if you've ever somebody constantly breaks wind on a certain material or a certain chair <laughs> if you go to that chair and just on the padding of that chair yeah. it releases that smell have you ever known that? no I do now <laughs> so that's why my chair always stinks is it? <laughs> that's it um, yeah bunkers I don't, I don't know if I'd buy one the fat pounds. banana fat banana yeah could you imagine that in your hand luggage? Just empty your bag, sir. What's this? Oh, it's my fat banana. Please don't embarrass me. <laughs> but yeah, strange one. I don't think I'd uh, buy one. But if anybody's out there that wants to send me one, um, I'll happily test it and give you some feedback. Um, I'll give you our uh, <laughs> social media and email addresses at the end. 
We'll quickly go on to news number two. Now, I don't know what to make of this. Um, being a rugby player, probably drank a lot of stuff. Yep. Uh, that I, I shouldn't have drank, uh, probably. And But this woman has been diagnosed with a condition that's never been seen before, where she was urinating alcohol without drinking a single drop of alcohol. Uh, she's become the first person in the world to be diagnosed with urinary autobrewery syndrome caused by yeast in her bladder that ferments sugar in her urine to produce alcohol. So I'm going to pose a question to you, Dwayne. Would you drink it? <laughs> I was going to ask you the same thing. <laughs> I think there's a niche in the market. If she filters it, and the thing is it. There definitely some, isn't. There, there'll, be, will. there'll be some, somebody out there on the internet. Like. You know, last, last week's story, that woman had 430 subscribers mm. for her wearing adult nappies. There's yep. definitely a niche in the market for this. There's some somebody out there who'll buy alcoholic piss, shall we say. Yeah, I mean, uh, without sounding too crude as well, think about <clears throat> alcoholics and people like that who drink constantly. It costs money to buy alcohol, whether it's the cheap stuff or not. All this lady has to do is pee in a few jugs and that. She can supply it. Yeah, there you go. You know, if, if it were me, if it were me, I know it's a bit dirty and filthy and thinking about it, but if it were me, I'd, if it's going to be come out as alcohol, might as well put it to good use. I'll store it and give it to somebody, charity. Let, let alcoholics <laughs> drink it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah, it's bonkers, isn't it? Like, what the human body can do, like... Actually turns whatever she drinks into alcohol. Because of the yeast in it, and it ferments the sugar. Like, that's a quick turnaround. It's insane, process. yeah, it's insane, yeah. It's really bonkers, like, I'd never heard of it. I don't think I'd drink it, though. I wouldn't be able to get, now that I'm a bit older, a wiser, I wouldn't be able to get my head around the fact that someone's urinated Just a little... <laughs> no, definitely not. No. And then... This, this story again, this is absolutely bonkers and I'm going to blame social media for this and the influences of social media. So this man, a former soldier, he earned the name, the nickname of Popeye for having bulging biceps. But he didn't go to the gym to get these bulging biceps. He wanted to become famous for having bulging biceps. So he injected what can only be Vaseline. So he injected petroleum jelly into his arms. Now what? And what did he think that were going to happen here? So he's had to have all that. It's killed the muscle off because the jelly's blocked the blood flow, and so he's had to have the muscles died in his arms. So he's had to have that taken out. But one, what did he think that were going to happen? And two, he obviously wanted to become famous yep. for having big arms, fake big arms. And somewhere along the line, he's been encouraged, haven't he? Because we know about it. So this guy lives in Russia. Yep. And I should well, social media's done its job, haven't it? Because we know about it. Yeah. So he is famous. He is famous for now, but he'll be forgotten about and live with the consequences for the rest of his life. The worrying thing for me is that this guy's 23 year old, um, 23 year old, and he's done this where he could have built his own biceps up, training hard, a bit of hard work. It's not an hard thing to, to do with your arms, really, because you're using them constantly anyway. Um, but yeah, he's, he's kind of oh, risk having both his arms amputated um, because of the artificial bi biceps that he's created. It's, it's insane. And I, I, 
where he's got that from to inject petroleum jelly. I mean, I worked in a gym uh, at a younger age and I knew about uh, steroid-based things that injections that people you yeah. did used to put into the biceps yeah, uh, yeah. straight into the bicep muscle it, it were bad to do it because you weren't meant to but it, it hardened the muscle and right. made it swell so, yeah, bigger yeah. Um, and I've seen things before documentaries of people that I cannot for life me think of what they, the injection's called somebody out there will know but somebody that had done it and done it and done it and his arms were massive but what's the point in having arms yeah. like when the rest of your body don't it's match so, up yeah. it's ridiculous like, but like um, it's had, so I think he's had three pound of muscle removed um, and the surgeon said that's only 25% of the surgery that he needs. Like, what? I'm not being silly. If you're going to, in, well, if you, if you're going to inject your body with something, make sure it's a liquid, not a jelly. Three like, liters, like of petroleum jelly. Think, pumped honestly, in there. what did you think that were going to happen? Like. I just, I just think it's bonkers, and he just wanted to become famous and having 15 minutes of fame for having big arms and put it on social media and become famous like that. And I just think, what, what why is this allowed? What's going on? Like, why are we, why is social media promoting this? Yeah. Why? It's, it's mad. It's mad of how somebody's even thought of this idea. The bottom line is, to me, with this is, if you want something, work for it. Yeah, exactly. Don't take like shortcuts yeah. because shortcuts end up with bad results. Simple as that. But, I mean, if you get a chance, like just Google this. Um, Popeye, the, the Popeye soldier or fake Popeye. Um, just Google it and look how ridiculous his arms look and the skin colour of his arms because it's not natural. And like, could you imagine this on NHS? That someone's got to then go on have surgery yeah. to remove this on NHS what a waste of resource that is just an absolute bonkers yeah. story and then, do you know what it deserves every like surgery to remove that dead muscle it, like the stupidness like that this, this could go off onto a <clears throat> another major topic uh, something that I've had a discussion with my my miss about recently um, after watching That I went off on a debate with my miss about and this could go off onto that topic but I, I won't get too much into it because it's one for a topic for us to talk about I think another time but this is one of those things where we talk about the NHS and we get all our stuff free and stuff that free there needs to, I think something needs to happen a point needs to come where people who self-inflict things on themselves people who do stuff to themselves or, or cause the problems themselves should have to pay for their treatment now that might be controversial, and it probably is controversial, but this guy don't deserve to get f free treatment to resolve res that. He should pay for it. Yeah. People who, oh, he's controversial. Yeah, really because of people who overeat and get obese and constantly, and then won't do anything about it, won't exercise, won't uh, do anything, won't cut the calorie intake. <clears throat> they don't deserve to get the free treatment. I don't, I don't believe because. You know, if they helped him once, I think I've seen a story once of a guy who was absolutely huge and they helped him, they gave him a gastric band, he got slim, something happened, he fell out with his girlfriend or something, he got fat again. Right, I'm just going to throw a spanner in the works here with this, right? Do you drink? Do I drink? Yes. Yes. What happens if your liver reacts? 
from, from alcohol. Alcoholism. Oh, it just reacts badly. And so then you should have to pay starts. for another liver. You should be given one. So you yourself would be happy to... Sure. If I'd inflicted that on myself by alcohol, by heavily drinking, and they said it's due to your alcohol intake, then boom, yes. Same as smokers. Smokers, something happens to their lungs, they need something giving or something like that. They've caused it on themselves. It's so do you still drink? If this is what, your view after? Do you mean after? After this debate, so you've got... You've had yeah, I drink in moderation, 100%. Yeah, but it like... I would never drink to yeah, the point where my liver's going to knacker up. No, but, but if I did, yeah, but I'd expect to... But everybody's body's different. Sure. What happens if tomorrow you started with liver failure? Yeah. Due to moderate, prolonged drinking? Right. So what, what I'm trying to say is, if then you were given... A liver, yeah, and you then knackered it up yeah, again. Yeah. Same. So we say chocolate George Best or something yeah. like that. Who was given liver? Somebody who's poor, you know, somebody who's been born that way has a, a bad liver, and then they get given that chance. But they where, take that chance. But, but where would you stop with it? Like, which is what I'm saying. I, I'm not. I'm not in no position to be able to say. But I think there's a debate there. I think there's a time there where you've got yeah. to think enough's enough. And I, I know it, it's one of those. It's same with. It's, it's awkward one. This. It's same with like self harm. People obviously that self-harm obviously are in a dark place and uh, and uh, and they need help. Once they're given that help and people are trying to help them and they're, they're kind of self-harms stitched up or whatever or whatever they've done, for them, if they then go and do that again and keep constantly doing it and doing it and doing it, they have to understand that that's taking yeah, resources and time away from somebody. That, that's just my view and I know it's controversial. But if it, what happens if... The, the, because we're under-resourced. Yeah. Because of the way the NHS is. Sure. Um, what happens if that treatment, first time for somebody with who's self-harmed, that treatment was under-resourced so they didn't fully get the full support that were needed, which then led to later on, because of not being given strategies or whatever, I'm not an expert in it, so I don't know what goes on. Yep led them to then relapse because the support network yeah. wasn't quite there. Like, yeah, it's I, a different one. And I do understand it's difficult. That's what I'm trying to say. That's why I did say I didn't want to get too far into it. There's a debate there. But I think at some point, but like with this guy, this guy here, yeah. he's just... Wa oh, yeah. Time waster, idiot. I mean, without getting, like you said, too much into it, the NHS now is set up as a, as a cure, isn't it? Yeah. And I think something's got to change. And I think... Our healthcare system has got to be about being more preventative. Yeah. Uh, whether that's through artificial intelligence and, and education, and how we restructure things, but we've got to be about preventing. Sure. Our, yeah, our, our I agree. Disease, obesity, uh, cancer, uh, whatever it is, we've got to start preventing that. Which I think um, we are. I think this 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 has kind of come about because I watched a, a program watched yesterday. were called 100, 100 Kilo Kids. I don't know if you saw it. And it was a, a young lad who had been admitted into hospital. They'd actually admitted him into hospital because he was 23 stone. And they'd admitted him into hospital. They'd give him this plan. They'd said, this is what you're going to do today. We're going to eat this, and you're going to do a walk, and you're going to do this and this. And his mum, his mum had the audacity to bring him in ready meals. She brought him in ready meals and were kicking off with the staff because he didn't like the food. Well, I'm sorry. But if you could have given it, fed him right in the first place, or you'd have looked after him right in the first place, he wouldn't have been in there. Anyway, you can't be in there demanding things that he needs to do this and he's not having this, he's not having that. They're, they're there to do a job. Let them do the job or don't have the care then. Go home and do it. 
yourself. But you're not doing it yourself because you failed already. That's why he's in hospital. That's just my opinion. But the, yeah, but there'll be factors into that, won't there? Sure. And it were more her than than. Can she cook? Well, does she know what an healthy meal is? Does she know what an healthy portion size is? So then, what I'm saying is, where does the responsibility sit? Sure, sure. It's all right saying as a parent, you should go away and educate yourself on how to do this. Mm. But she's probably got a, a way of life, yeah, or setting a way of life or, or an habit. Yeah. So then she, it becomes, and I'm not defending her, but whose whose job is it to educate? Because. That's what needs to happen, doesn't sure. it? A re-education. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. And I, I'm, I like that we've got, not a different opinion, but we've got yeah. ways we can see each other. Things. I just think, if you were, if we take, alcohol, if we're going to say, use alcohol, for example, if you were alcohol dependent, dependent but you knew that if, you're, if your liver packed up, you'd have to fork out so many thousands of pounds to get one, would that give you a bit more motivation to not, rather than knowing it's all right because if my liver packs up, they'll give me another one at NHS. It's funny that you brought alcoholism into this because I watched um, a Louis Theroux, yep. um, like a, a documentary about alcoholics. I went to visit him in hospital and um, this woman, she'd been brought up in trauma and she'd had an um, abusive life um, and she'd been basically abusing alcohol since she was 15 and she was now something like 35, 40. So for the majority of her life, 25 years, she'd been abusing alcohol. Yeah. And um, Louis Theroux went to her, um, and she was, she was at death's door, like she'd been told, if you do not buy the doctor, the film, that if you do not change, yeah. you will die. But by miracle that you do change, you have a chance of surviving. Yeah. And she said, and the doctor went to her, do you believe in miracles? And I said, I'm more scared of changing my lifestyle yep. because I've been dependent on you drink see. for 25 years than I am a dying. I've accepted death because of what I've done, but I'm struggling to accept that I have to change my life. So she's she's basically got no life without drink. Yeah. Now, I don't think her being scared by a liver or having to fork out Yep. thousands of pounds is, is going to be a deterrent for her to, to stop drinking because she's she's got to a point now where it's part of her daily routine to have a, have a drink because that's her life she's not working yeah. she hasn't got a routine she hasn't she hasn't got the the yep. support framework in in her life to be able to change her life she's she's with a partner who's also a drinker and so it's a difficult one because is. that is her way of life and you're saying a new liver or whatever, ten thousand pound. It, it would it be a deterrent for her to, no, no, to no. stop drinking. No, well, no, that's fair enough. Look, and just, just, I'm just make it clear. Like I am against people getting help. I think everyone deserves the help they need because for you to be in this situation, for people to put this, everyone deserves that help. Yeah, yeah. But there has to be a line somewhere. Is all yeah, I'm yeah. saying. And because of where yeah. the resources are so yeah. stretched. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The resources are so stretched and underfunded. I think you know fundamentally, it's got to change the way it works. Yeah. But I'm not against you or with you. I'm just offering opinions out there mm, to sure. thought-provoke on this podcast. And we might as well keep it um, health-based with our next topic. Because <laughs> this... and it, I, I, I don't know whether I'm taking it too lightly. I'm annoyed by it. Um, I see it every day. The coronavirus. Um, 
I just, I just want. I will. I don't know what. What's your thoughts on it? Because um, it's annoying the hell out of me. Yeah, and it is me, and I, I took it very lightly to start with. I personally, like, didn't think too much about it. You know, we suffer with a lot of not us personally, but we suffer with a lot of things in our line of work. We see viruses come and go. We see illnesses because it spreads like wildfire within our establishment and you can see it when it comes um, but you know a lot of this now this scaremongering and that kind of thing that's, 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 that's exactly around. what it is scaremongering um, media again media I, outlets I don't have Facebook but my missus follows someone called Leeds Live on, yeah. on Facebook and she's constantly saying oh my god there's been a case of the corona, uh, coronavirus in, in Batley Round corner from us because they've seen people in hazmat suits pulling out people on in wheelchairs. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I have to say, look, yeah, but that's a precaution because this person had been to Indonesia, they'd been tested, they didn't have it, but it's a precaution. But then people will stir that up. Oh yeah, they've got it. I saw this, I saw that. And then, you know, today my missus made me go to the Asda today. We had to go to Asda today. We're only been shopping on Monday. Today's Thursday. We need to go to Asda because I need to get some baby milk. I need to stock up because yeah. from what I'm seeing on Facebook, there's all empty shelves. There's no toilet paper. There's no this. There's no that. You know, it, it's Why? insane. No, it's, it's insane. Bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. Like every day, it's in the news. We're getting whipped up. More cases. More cases. More cases. What has it been now? As we sit here, there'll be about hundred cases in the UK. Yep. Now let's put that into comparison. Hundred cases out of. 70 million people that live in the UK it's merely a, a drop in the ocean it's absolutely bonkers and why the media do this they whip it up into hysteria and like you said Facebook pictures of them in them suits and on the news and having to self um, quarantine yourself and for two weeks if you've been to these places and and I just think it's absolutely ridiculous and you know just to put some perspective on this there's 82,000 cases of the coronavirus worldwide 77,000 of those are in China so if you haven't recently visited China that eliminates 94% of the population the world's population Um, like and then some people are liking it to SARS that had a fatality rate of 10% while this coronavirus has a, a Fatality rate of three point four percent. Sorry, um, and I think yeah. If looking if at the ages of people that are dying of the virus, the death rate for people under the age of fifty is only not point two percent. So that means if you're under the age of fifty years and you don't live in China, you're more likely to win the lottery. So Which keep, is keep buying your lottery. Yeah. Keep buying your lottery tickets. Keep, chance, keep yeah. living your life. Keep going on your holidays. Keep doing everything. Um, so the, on the on the, we've, I mean, we've got some stats here. So yeah. one of the worst days apparently was the 10th of February when 108 people in China died of this virus. Right. So on the same on that same day, 26,000 people died of cancer. 24,000 people died of heart disease. 4,300 people died of diabetes and 2,800 people took their own life. So let's just put that there, right? And then mosquitoes kill 2,740 people every day. Humans kill 1,300 people every day. 
snakes kill 137 people every day and then for some reason it says sharks kill two people a year but this isn't on here but I also saw something about the amount of people who die from starvation yeah. every day compared to and you know that's happening every single day people dying of starvation like the flu virus in the yeah. UK kills nearly 4,000 people every year that's the flu um, I just think yes it's going to be an outbreak but the way that everything's getting whipped up and it's just absolutely ridiculous and I just I don't know am I, am I taking it too lightly Well, or should I be concerned I think it depends I think it depends on how you it's one of those things like you say people will be like Look, if we're going to get it we're going to get it or you can panic and but you know, it depends if you look into the conspiracy theories that behind it as well. You know, I read somewhere in a conspiracy theory that this hospital that they threw up in seven days, is it they built yeah, a hospital? Yeah, days isn't apparently a hospital at all. It's a it's a big kill site, um, a big incinerator from aerial images, um, giving off this heat that's only given off by the burning of human bodies. They're saying that the heat that we're giving off off this site was enough for 55,000 bodies being burnt and it just it does make you think why did they throw an hospital up so quick yeah, are yeah. they getting everybody that's got this virus get them there and whew, get a shot of them kill them off and, and burn them it's insane that's that's just a con one conspiracy theory yeah. I read um, I've seen some aerial images though while this virus has out yep. been an outbreak over China and it, it shows the levels of pollution the heat before yeah. and the level of pollution while this virus has had an outbreak and you can there's no very rare, like, there's not a lot of pollution on these yeah. aerial images. No, it's bonkers, isn't it? It's they're, not writing in on, they're not writing in on Kong on streets no more, are they? Where they were before, because of a political unrest, and they were writing on streets. Well, that's not getting reported anymore uh, because of the outbreak of this. It's it's interesting, isn't it? I'm not I'm not saying it's it's been released on purpose or. Do you think it's man-made? Do you think it's man-made? Do I do I personally? personally? Yeah. Yeah. And do you think it was man-made to remain in China? I don't know. There's um, there's there's some conspiracies out there. Um, either America or China have man-made this to attack each other, or one or right. the other. So China have made it to attack the US, right. or vice versa. I mean, I've just seen today on the news as well. They've, they've had one case where one person's died with it on California, so they've had a state of emergency. Now, state of emergencies are for like they do natural disasters bushfires yep. and I just think what, what are we doing is it is it that bad do we need to whip it up into this hysteria um, because I, I tell you what supermarket sales are going to be up um, hand sanitizer sales are hand sanitizer now what would a pound is now five pounds um, I've got 50 of those in my house if you want to buy one I haven't I have not done that but it's just it's absolutely ridiculous and I just 2020 has been insane let's let's yeah. just kind of have a recap 2020 we've had Storm Kira or whatever Kira yeah. coming out of yeah. nowhere yeah. absolutely battering Dennis Dennis has been with floods that we can't manage this coronavirus that's now come about and then on the 28th of April there's apparently meant to be a meteorite big enough to wipe out all of mankind to, that's going to passed by earth so many thousand kilometers away but could take a detour or go off track and absolutely wipe out the human race i mean yeah <laughs> yeah and then haven't they just discovered um a planet so many light years away that would take us 
ages to get to. And uh, again, how, how have they found this this planet? That's that's, and they always come out with the same thing, don't they? Oh, there could be it could Life, be a, yeah. habitat or a, you know things could live on there. How do they know? How do they know things can live on there? You can't. And does it exist? Are they just justifying a job for themselves? Like, but yeah, like you say, 2020 has been absolutely ridiculous. Um, it's been mad. But you know what? You've got to take each day as it comes. You definitely have. Live um, for today, not for tomorrow and all that. You don't yeah, know around the corner. Um, I'm not too worried about the coronavirus. Um, I'm not a medical expert, but I don't think you should be either. Don't get caught up in the hysteria. Uh, just keep living your lives, enjoying it. Um, just buy one pack of toilet roll. One carton of milk, one hand sanitizer if you need. Just make sure you wash your hands. But just wash your hands for 20 seconds. Um, sing happy birthday twice over, is yeah, that what sing it is? happy birthday, yeah, <laughs> twice over, I think. But yeah, just, we had to talk about it because it hadn't gone away and it's just it's pretty pretty surreal and pretty bonkers, to be honest. Um, on that note, uh, I think we'll say, we'll call that as Yeah, call um, it. as always, though. It's, it would be great for any of us listeners, anyone out there that's listening to that has an opinion, if it's different to ours or the same as ours. As we always say, please get in touch and, and voice your opinions. It's never an argument or anything like that. It's just a, we are genuinely interested to think to find out what other people think and about these kind of stories or about these things, the topics we talk about. Get in touch and, uh, and we'll get back to you and, and stuff like that. And as always. I'll read out where we're at. So our Twitter is at blokes2. You can find us on there. And then we're on Instagram. At as you were. Yeah. It is. It's no, blokes2. I, I, don't, I don't think that's what I said. I can't remember what I just said. But we're on Instagram at TTBTP. That's at two blokes, the two blokes talking podcast, which is at TTBTP. Also, we'll uh, give out our email address. Um, it is the it isn't the two blokes it's just two blokes podcast at yahoo.com uh, the first certificate's gone but you could have the second <laughs> one that had a number one on you could have the second one so that's two blokes podcast at yahoo.com like i said get in touch uh, give us some topics to talk about give us some feedback also if you're on itunes uh, leave us a rating or uh, don't have to review it you don't have to type anything just leave us a rating uh, let's get our numbers up um yeah and thanks for listening um we appreciate it um we look at our stats every week and we're still blown away by people listening to us because we're just two ordinary blocks at the end of the day uh putting the world to right so thank you and uh we'll see you see you later next time thank you